This is Ian Dayborn on Cambridge 105 Radio. Staying close, staying connected is our, our leaving care service. Um, uh, it's been running for a number of years now, and it's basically a a uh, service that helps young people coming out of residential care to transition into living independently. Our service is kind of unique in in what we offer. We we make sure that we provide housing and a transition worker to help our young people kind of navigate some of those things in life, like paying bills and food shopping and finding doctors, all that sort of stuff, um, as well as emotional well-being support as well. So kind of focusing on some of the mental health issues or mental health difficulties that our young people face and helping them work through those too. That really needs supporting, doesn't it? Because that is a massive step in these young people's lives. We can all remember when we moved out and things like that and, and actually our our network around us was was still always there. Like we could call mum and dad, we could call brothers and sisters. We had that kind of family network around us to help us kind of make that transition between living uh, in a a family home and and living independently. And that is not always an option for our young people and and staying close, um, staying connected. It's not a replacement for that necessarily, but it it helps to fill that gap. And Tomas is joining us now because Thomas you've been through this experience you are one of the people who has come from care into your new life away from care and you've been on this scheme so what was it like from your side what was the experience like the experience was very unique because I was I moved into the scheme when COVID was a big thing so it was a very very unique and rather weird experience it was, it was rocky at the start of course it's going to be as a care lever that worry what happens next but ultimately the uh, staying close staying connected staff and everyone around that bubble have been fantastic trying to keep me sane I think is the best way to put it (laughs) Um, but they've helped me a lot like um, one thing in particular that I want to mention is what staying close staying connected as well is they provide uh, emotional well-being service which it's been very monumental for my change and my behaviors in once I moved into my own place. And yeah, it was a, it's a very great scheme and very good service to have. And I'm quite lucky to have that service. And whereas people may not have that, you know, majority of the care leavers may not have that service. So it's great to have that. And I would imagine that there are some common challenges that people face, but also some very individual things, you know, something that you might find tough, somebody else might not. What for you have been the key parts of that support you've been getting? What would you have found the hardest had you not had it? So from the start, I was never confident living on my own. I always preferred to be around people. Um, So the change was rather quick for me sort of to realise this. I sort of realised that I'm I'm moving into my own place now and I'm going to be on my own sort of thing. And especially like I mentioned during COVID, it was it was detrimental to my mental health majorly. I was very worried about my future and my well-being and everything else, but I managed to come out of it in a very positive manner. And like I only have the staying close, staying connected to thank me because if I hadn't had that, I don't know where I'd be without it. I mean, would I be able to get the same amount of support that I did? My guess is I probably wouldn't. So I'll always be grateful for what I've got. Joe, how many youngsters at any one time have you got going through this programme? It's a service that's, that's growing and growing and growing. And um, we have we have a number of houses all over the county, uh, quite a few in Cambridgeshire and things like that. But uh, it, it depends on the need. And, and it's things like this sort of, 
the standing tall, the, the sculpture trails and stuff like that. They help us to, to kind of raise the funds in order for us to get more of these properties and help more, more and more young people. It was so popular when you had all of those cows about Cambridge and the giraffes is an equally excellent idea. It gets everybody engaged. Which is the most demanding area in terms of drawing the cash? Are there any particular things that you're constantly needing funding for? We just really want to grow the service. We want to be able to help more and more young people. And and, and, and that's the, the kind of the real kind of driver for us to, to do these sorts of trails, because uh, the the more we can raise um, through those, the, the more houses we can get, the, the better relationships we can have with the housing associations. It's just that key kind of like uh, the, the resource and the, and the properties to, to get as many young people support that they need. And Tomash, have you got plans for the future? Where do you see yourself going? The beautiful thing with staying close, staying connected is that um, they've got a lifelong offer. So hopefully the future will be spent with people that I've created a network with in within that circle. Joe, Tomas, it's been lovely to chat to you and to hear how you're doing, Tomas, and to hear about the scheme, Joe. So thanks for coming on. Thank you very much. This is Ian Dayborn on Cambridge 105 Radio.